Thank you for listening to our weekly Baylife Church podcast. Make sure you visit our website, baylifechurch.org.au, where you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes so that you'll never miss another message. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon. party shirt on today to preach in, ready to have some fun in church, everyone ready for, uh, have some fun, yeah, come on, I like a uh, church that we can, you can talk at, back at me, you know, make jokes, heckle, um, I've got the microphone so I will heckle back, okay, just so you know, but um, this morning, if you've looked around, it's cr- beginning to look a lot like Christmas, come on, um, who noticed the big Christmas tree as you walked in, all the men went, what? <laughs> Go be honest. If you didn't notice the big Christmas tree as you walked in, just give me a wave. Look at this. Look at this. Look at all these observant people. Look at all these observant people at church. But the one thing I do want to highlight are these little red baubles. They only weigh about six kilos each. So if they fall, uh, just dodge. They don't. They're full of air. But um, I walked in this morning and I looked up and I'm like, how in the world did they get those things up there? Because my wife was here yesterday. Um, well, yesterday, I think, yeah, Saturday. She's like, oh, I've got to go set up for Christmas. I'm like, great, go have fun. Be back four hours later. I'm like, what did you do? I didn't, she didn't even tell me what they did. I walked in this morning and I'm like, wow. So there was, I think, three, four girls. There was Bronnie, Hannah, is it Tiana and Tristan? Is that who was here? So Tiana just got her foot amputated, no, like fixed. Um, <laughs> I think I think Hannah's just had like an operation on like something. Um, and then um, I think Bronnie also nearly like cut her finger off the other day. And I'm like, how do they get these things up? The only way they could have got these things on the roof. We have a ladder that weighs about 200 kilos at church. I'm not joking. This thing is so heavy and it's about the length of the stage. It's out there. I'm not joking. So my head just starts picturing. It's four girls <laughs> trying to get these things on the roof. So I just start picturing them trying to pick this ladder up and maneuver it between these tables and chairs to get it in here. That's the easy bit. <laughs> From there, I, we try to do this. I tried to do this with David the other day, and we looked like, <laughs> anyway, this thing has to get up. It literally touches the roof. I'm not joking. This ladder is huge. And then they've got to pull this thing that's stuck down, and that's not even the hard bit. The hard bit is getting the ladder down once it's been up. And I reckon it would have been about 50 degrees up there yesterday, but they've done so well. So can you give them a round of applause? So much effort and hard work goes into making Baylife, Baylife Church. But this morning, I'm not going to talk about Christmas. I'm here to talk about flourishing. And um, we're in a season of flourishing a uh, preaching season, series, should I say, of uh, flourishing. And today I'm going to um, put a, a flourishing message within this series. And Pastor Greg has one more next week uh, to finish it off, which is going to be good. So make sure you get here. So planting is not my thing. Is that what it's called? Gardening. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can see how good it is. Gardening is not my thing. Um, 
Look, it is some people's thing, but some people are so good at growing green things um, or colourful things. I'm good at growing weeds, um, and it's not really my thing, but I love that the Bible talks about flourishing so much. It talks about bearing fruit. Now, it uses all these words. It, it, it talks about growth and thrive and prosper, develop, increase, multiply, uh, proliferate, shoot up, bloom, blossom, bear fruit. All of these words talking about our lives are meant to flourish. And the thing that, that, the, that the Bible uses a lot is talks about plants being rooted near water sources so that they can flourish. And this morning, that's what I'm going to talk about. I want to encourage us in three things about how we can live a flourishing life. Let me pray. God, I just thank you for this church. I thank you for this service today, God. I pray for this message, that it's encouraging, that it, uh, that it, that it lifts us up, Lord God, gets us excited for the thing that you have for our life. And I pray that as we leave this building today, God, we just haven't heard a word, Lord God, but you can speak through this word, Lord God. Speak to our hearts, speak to our minds about the things that you want us to take away, to apply to our lives, to continue to flourish in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so we were created to flourish. We're created to, 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 uh, to, to have amazing lives. You know, this is what our God is. He's a creating God. And we have to understand this, that He created each and every one of us to flourish in life. You know, one of the first things that He said for us to do was go forth and multiply, to, to, to flourish, to, to go and live a life that is abundant. And... I think this word we use all the time in church is flourish. It's a great word. Such a good Christianese word, isn't it, Matt? Flourish. <laughs> Let's flourish. And it is a great word. But I think sometimes we come at this word with the wrong idea of what flourish actually means. I know that I do this, and I look at someone's life, and I think, wow, they've got a million bucks in the bank. Their life must be flourishing. You know, maybe it is. But just because you have a million dollars in the bank doesn't mean that you have or are living a flourishing life. You know, we, I, I look at other people and they've got the house and the car and they go on holidays all the time, thinking, wow, they are killing it at life. Maybe they are. Maybe they have and are living an amazing, flourishing life in God. But just because they have that stuff, it doesn't mean that they're living a flourishing life. So what does it mean to live a flourishing life? It doesn't mean just to have heaps and heaps and heaps of stuff. You know, it's not, a, it's not about, you know, our, our bank balances getting bigger and our toys getting better. But what it actually is, it's about our lives flourishing. And the three things that I want to talk about today, that a flourishing life is alive, it's healthy, and it's growing. And if we have these three things happening in our life, I believe that we're going to live a flourishing life. So the Bible does, as I said, talks about all these words about, about thriving and prospering and developing and increasing. And the opposite to these words is die and wither. So the Bible is pretty clear about these, these two lives that we can choose. 
And the Bible talks about live by the Spirit or live by the flesh. You know, there's these two options that we can choose in life. And this is a daily decision that we need to, need to make. But, you know, the Bible tells us that if we choose life, if we choose to live in this relationship with God, that if we're, you know, doing, you know, we're planted, that our life will flourish. And we're going to talk about that a little later. But then if we choose to live life our own way, by the flesh, it talks about it's a life that will wither and die. And this isn't a necessarily a physical death, but it won't be a flourishing life that God has for us. As I said, God's created us to live a flourishing life, but the decisions that we make will determine whether your life can flourish or not. A flourishing life is a blessed life, and Jeremiah likens it to a, to a tree planted by the waters. In Jeremiah 17, 8, it says, For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spread out its roots by the river. And David talks about this in Psalms, and it said, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the ways that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but who delights in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yield its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Who wants this? Who wants to live a life that whatever we do, it's prospering? You know, we, I, I want this, and, 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 and I want to start this message today by, by saying that the only way that we can actually live a flourishing life is in a relationship with God. I don't think it, I, I actually know it. That, you know, being a pastor and working with, with you know, youth all across Australia and all across New South Wales every single year, the, the number one thing that I see is that in a relationship with God is the thing that makes people's life flourish. And when that decision to step away from this relationship with God is when life starts to wither. It's not about living physically or dying physically. It's about is our life flourishing or is it withered? So these three things that I want to talk about, these, these, these three points that I want to talk about today is... A flourishing life is alive, healthy, and growing. So, if we're writing notes, like we all should be, see all you people with uh, your phones out on Instagram and taking <laughs> Snapchats. Point number one. <laughs> you can listen back to it later, so you can just write the notes. I know that's what you all do. You listen to the message, go home, listen to it again, and then write the notes. I get that's, that's how it works. Hey, but seriously, when I first started coming to church, I used to, um, I've, been, I've been listening to Pastor Greg's sermons for about 18 years. I'm not, I have been. And he's one of my favorite preachers to listen to. I'm not joking, he is, yeah. I give him a round of applause. And the reason is, is because I'm the one that draws out of the message. That, you know, there's so much gold that, that God uses through people, but it's up to you and me to draw that out of them, write it down, and apply it to our lives. It's not like osmosis. I think that's the word. Where it's just like you hear the word and then we change. That's not how it works. You know, we have to apply this stuff that we hear to our lives, and that's why writing notes is a good idea. So you should do that. All right. 
Point number one, is your life a light? Ephesians 2, 4 to 5, it says, but God, but sorry, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in transgressions, it's by grace that we have been saved. And the first thing I want to talk about today is that a flourishing life is one that is alive. It's one that has passion. It's one that has purpose. It's one that when you talk to someone, it's like, wow, they are excited about something. Who knows people that are just excited about nothing? <laughs> Seriously, people in life that you talk to, that everything's a drag. Nothing can be good. Everything's negative. It's like, yeah, get me away. It's just draining. You know, in life, we're meant to be excited about the things, as Christians especially. We are meant to be excited about life because we have the most amazing life in Christ. Amen? We're meant to have a fun, filled, passionate life. Life's not meant to be dull and boring and drab. We're meant to be passionate and excited about the things that God has created us to do. You know, and a lot of the time that, you know, that the, the thing that we do, or the thing that we're passionate about, are actually the thing that God has placed inside of you. So you might be thinking, well, what could I be excited about, Chris? You're breathing. <laughs> Come on, we have life. I love that song. If I'm not dead, then you're not done. <laughs> Greater things are still to come. You know, I'm still breathing, which means God still wants to use me. God still wants to use you. God still wants us to have an impact in this world. You know, we've all been blessed with gifts and talents, and, and we go to our, our jobs every single day. You know, some of us are, might be retired. Some of us might not have work yet. But when, we, when we, we go to work every single day, and I want to encourage us today that our jobs are so much more than just making money. There's so much more than just paying the bills. And if I can ask you today, is, is the only reason you go to work to pay the bills? Because if it is, you're going to lose, you won't have passion. It might be for a little bit when you get your pay pack once a week, but then it all goes out and that's about it. <laughs> you know, we can actually have so much passion and joy when we go to our workplaces, but it's our decision to find out what it is that God wants us to do in that place. You know, I'm not saying that if you hate your job, leave it. I'm saying if you don't like your job right now or the thing that you're doing you don't have passion for, my encouragement for you is go to God and say, God, why am I in this place? What is it that you want me to do? What are the gifts and the talents or the, or the, or the things that you've placed in my life, the giftings that are in my life that I can use where I am right now? now. You know, I was, I was talking to um, a few ladies at church the other day. Kim's actually here today. I know she's the last one that wants to be called out. But, you know, they came up to me a few weeks ago and they said, Chris, I'm so passionate and excited. You know, we want to start this thing in Port Stevens. I'm like, great, go and do it. Like, no, no, no. We, we, we have this thing, you know, we're passionate about prayer. I'm like, that's so good. But they just don't want to, they, and they, what they wanted to do is start this, this, this spirit-filled prayer group within our community 
so that they could be praying for churches and for the, for this community. And and the passion and the joy that was coming out of it, I'm like, can I come to this thing? It's 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 contagious. It it, it sounds amazing. And you know, I got to um you know write a write a reference out for them on how good they are at praying. It's cool, you know. I'm joking, I didn't really, that was a joke. Uh, I just tried to reference out saying that they're amazing people. But what I got to do is I got to be part of that. And now this, 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 this thing has started, I think it's called a glow prayer or something. And, and it started and, and they're praying um, for this community. And there was so much passion and excitement coming out of it. And I was talking to someone else the other day about their, about their job and it was so inspiring. There was a, it, was, it, was this, it was this guy, I don't know, he was probably like maybe 20. And I said, oh, what do you do for work? And he works in hospitality. So I've worked in hospitality. <laughs> I know how much fun it is. Uh, you get to work with grumpy people all day that, you know, want their food now. <laughs> and uh, if it's not good enough, they want a discount on their food. And um, if it's not good enough, they, they send it back. And that's you and me that go to those restaurants, by the way. But, um, you know, I've worked in hospitality. But the passion that he had for his job was ex- inspiring. He was alive in what he did. Isn't what he wants to do for the rest of his life? No. But what he did, he said, you know, I love going to work because I get an opportunity to put a smile on someone else's face. I'm like, wow, how good is that? He's found purpose in what he does, and he's alive in what he's doing. You know, the number one thing for a plant to flourish is, number one, it has to be alive, right? It, It can't be dead. It has to be alive for it to flourish. And for us as Christians, I want to encourage us. Let's find, go to God and find a passion around, what is it? Why am I where I am right now? The Holy Spirit is the only one that can do that in you. He'll speak to you. He'll encourage you and be able to use them. You know, I've, I've, I've got this written down here that it's like, you know, doctors not just prescribing medicine, but encouraging someone in their life and walking through, the, you know, some of the most tragic seasons of people's lives and giving them hope. Um, hospitality workers, not just serving tables putting or spinning milk, but putting a smile on someone's face. You know, accountants, not just helping people to save money, but helping people be, to be financially free so that they can be generous in their life. You know, lawyers, not just being lawyers, but, but, but fighting for justice in things that they're doing. You know, there's, there's a purpose around what you're doing. Because I, I, I so believe that Every day, you know, our work isn't a waste of time. <laughs> our work isn't where God doesn't exist. Our, our workplace isn't a place where we just go and then we come to church again. It's like, oh, God's back. No, God's with us every day, every moment. You know, I remember, you know, talking to Sam, um, you know, he called me up the other day and he's like, oh, you know, I love going around and talking to these blokes. You know, I think he's in OH&S. Everyone loves the OH&S guy. <laughs> but, you know, he, he, he goes to these blokes and within him he gets the opportunity to talk to them about God. And I love it that he's like, oh, I had a great conversation with another bloke the other day about Jesus and tell him that he's crazy for not believing. You know, there's, 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 a, there's, a, there's a point. There's a, there's a reason why he does what he does. The second thing that a plan has to be is healthy. Second point is, is our life healthy? And this is a tricky one. Because there's some areas in life we're really healthy at. Me right now, I've been going to the gym. Um, sorry. Um, I couldn't actually put my shirt on this morning. <laughs> to put, to put, put a new one. 
there's some areas of life that we're, we're healthy in. And, but there's other areas that we might not be healthy in. You know, health is this holistic thing in life. It's not just our spiritual health. Obviously, we need to be growing our relationship with God. We're Christians. That's a, that's, that's a given. But the other areas of our life, it's important that we're being healthy in. Because if a plant's not healthy, it won't flourish. So how do we do this? How do we gauge how we're healthy? I'm glad you asked because I have the answer for you, I believe, today. That what I try to do in my life is that I try to look to see what fruit I'm producing. That when a plant is healthy, especially a fruit tree, it will produce fruit. It will produce healthy fruit. And if we look at the Bible, the Bible talks about the fruit of our life that it should be producing. And it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Are these the things that are flowing out of our life or are the fruits of the flesh flowing out of our life? I'm not saying that we don't have bad days because we definitely do. Every morning around 8.30, the fruits of the Spirit go out the window and I'm trying to find my kids' school shoes. You know what that's like. Like, how did your school shoe get in the microwave? (laughs) Socks. Where do they go? Why is it always one? Why do they always have crinkles in them? What does that even mean? (laughs) My kids' socks always have crinkles in them. Maybe you can relate to this today. I'm not saying that things don't come out of our life, that, you know, we're not Jesus. But if there's this common thing of the flesh coming out of us, if we flip the screen, the opposite of these fruits of the Spirit are, they're going to come, I promise, hate, despair, anxiety, impatience, rudeness, evil, unreliable, abrasive, harsh, undisciplined. You know, if these are the fruits that are being produced in our life, I would suggest that we're not healthy. I would suggest that there's something in our life that we need to go to God to and say, hey, why is this fruit being produced in my life? Why is this anger coming up in me when this certain button gets pressed? Why is it when, you know, I, I go to a, sit in a certain situation, this anxiety comes over my life? You know, what happens is that, you know, these, 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 these trees that are flourishing, they have roots. And in our life, I believe that, you know, we have these root systems that, that go through our life. And sometimes there's roots attached to things in our life that aren't healthy. It could be something that's happened in the past. It could be, you know, something that's going on right now. But what happens is that when that root gets touched, it produces something in my life that's like, where did that come from? And if, if we understand and we realize that this is happening, we can say, okay, this isn't a fruit of the Spirit. That's okay. We're not bad people. We're human. But it's important that we get healthy in those things and have conversations and talk to people and, and, and be able to address this stuff. I preached the message a few weeks ago about, um, you know, that, 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 that verse in, in Psalms talking about, God, point out anything within me that offends you. <laughs> Hard question to ask, but it's an amazing question to help me get free and healthy in my life. We need to be alive and passionate. We have to be healthy in our lives. And a great way to navigate that is have a look at the fruit that's being produced in our life. What fruits are we producing? I'm not saying we're perfect, but if there's a continual thing that you can 
you know, self-reflection is a good thing to do. How's that going? And the third thing, that, a, that to live a fruitful life or, or a, a, a flourishing life is that we need to be growing. Psalm 92, 12, 13, it says, The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of God. You know, this one in life is probably the hardest. It's the growth. Growth isn't easy. Growth takes time. Growth takes energy. And sometimes growth hurts. But we have to be the ones that make that happen. That a tree cannot just go and make itself grow. That's not what happens. The choices that we make in life are the things that determine our growth. And I'm going to talk about that tree in a second. But today I want to ask you a question. When's the last time maybe that you've actually thought about the growth in your life? How are you going? When's the last time that you've thought about, hey, what am I growing in in my life? As I said, our relationship with God, we're Christians, it should be a given. We should be growing in our relationship with God because we have a relationship with Him and we want to continue to get to know Him more. You know, we know how to do that. It's through prayer, it's through the Word of God, it's through worship, it's through the infilling of the Holy Spirit. This is how we grow in our relationship with God. And this is something that we need to take personally, ownership. If we don't come to church on Sunday to grow, it, it, it will happen, it's a part of it. But we have to take personal commitment in our life to, to want to grow in our relationship with God the other six days of the week, amen? Yeah. But there's so many different other areas of our life that we can continue to grow in. You know, maybe there's, um, you know, um, relationships that, 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 that we can be growing in. Maybe there's understanding that we can grow in. And maybe there's skill sets that we can be growing in. You know, our finances um, could be, could, that, that we could be growing in because I believe that God cares about all the areas of our life because some people can be spiritually, you know, read the Bible every single day but the most negative people that you've ever met. <laughs> and it's like, how can that translate? So it's not just about doing the religious thing, but it's about growing in areas of our life. And I want to encourage us today to make a decision to actually start thinking about this. What areas, don't, maybe this is a great time to think about, you know, 2020 is coming to an end. Um, it's kind of like a mullet. We're kind of celebrating the back half, but, um, you know, we're... Which we're trying to get to 2021, right? We're trying to get to 2021. But great time to maybe start thinking about this, about what is the thing that maybe I could be growing in in my life for next year. You can start right now. You know, how do we do this, but how do we grow? The only way for a tree or a plant to grow, I said, it can't just do it itself. It has to be planted in the right environment, be fed the right nutrients, and it just happens because it's what it was created to do. And I want to encourage us today that we're exactly the same, that if we are planted in the right environment and feed ourselves 
the right nutrients. It will happen because that's what we're created to do. We're created to flourish. We're created to grow. We're created to have a thriving, flourishing life. But it's the choices that we're making now which determine the growth and the flourishing down the track. Now, I know this to be true, that for us, growing in our relationship with God and other areas, it just doesn't happen. (laughs) It's not like I just keep turning up to church, which means I'm going to keep growing. It'll help you, yes. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Church is so important, and being planted in the house of God is so important. But it's not just Sundays. It's our life decisions that we're making and being um, self-reflective and, and, and t- talking, to the, talking to God and talking to the Holy Spirit, saying, God, what is the area right now that you're talking to me about that you want me to grow? Because it just doesn't happen. But if we keep placing ourselves in the right environments with the right people around us and feed ourselves the right nutrients and surround ourselves with encouraging friends, we will grow. We will. It, it sounds so easy, but it's the only thing that I've seen time and time and time and time again work. It's that when we can get ourselves in the right environment, with the right people, have the right nourishment in our life, it'll happen. You know, right now that, um, just as the band comes, right now I'm actually doing this thing with my life right now. and I'm doing this, this program that has like these 12 different um, life aspects that it breaks your life up into 12 different areas. And what it does, it gets me looking at, okay, how am I going with my time management right now? How am I going now with the relationships that are in my life? How am I going now with the finances and where my money is actually going? You know, how am I going with my relationship with God? How am I going in what I'm feeding myself in my life? And, and what it does is actually making a conscious decision to say, you know what, I'm choosing to be aware of what I'm doing right now to help me grow tomorrow. You know, start asking yourself these questions. You know, there's great things out there to help us with this. But these decisions that we make actually will set us up for the future because it just doesn't happen, the choices that we make do. But the one common denominator for something to flourish, for something to grow, it has to be planted, right? For a tree or a plant to grow, there's one thing that has to happen. It has to be planted. And it's impossible for something to grow if it isn't planted. I could hold a seed in my hand, but if it's not actually planted, it can't happen. It won't grow. That was a very nice note. (laughs) Take that. That was good. If you're watching online today, that was a great joke in the room. But the number one thing that has to happen, it has to be planted. And if something is cut off from the life source, it also dies, right? So it's impossible for a plant to grow if it's not planted. And it's impossible for it to continue to grow if it gets cut off or taken out of the life source. So there's three questions that I want to ask you just as we finish off today. Is are you planted? To grow, we must be planted. Just like the tree, if we are to flourish and produce fruit, we have to have our roots down 
in a life-nourishing environment for us to grow. You know, I love this church because I know personally I've been here for 18 years as a 16-year-old. God is good. (laughs) Every time I think about what God's done in my life, it's amazing. But this place, it's nourishing. And turning up to church is an amazing thing to do because we can get our roots down deep, but it's not just turning up. The way that we start to grow is when those roots actually get down and we get involved in the things that this church does. And you know, my job as a pastor, pastoring you, my job is... To see see you flourish. That's what it is. That's my job. To see you be the amazing creations of God that you've been created to be. Because it's so hard to do that on your own. You know, if we're not planted in a place that helps us grow, we can't. We we can't get the the, the gold and the talent and, and the and the uniqueness out of you to help the body of Christ grow so that others will come to know Him. That's the whole why around church. That's why we do it. It's because each person in this room watching online today that was here in the first service, the plan that God has for them, my job is to say, hey, what are you passionate about? Let's plant it in this place and let's watch it grow. Let's watch it flourish. Let's, let's watch it turn into this thing that is gonna just change life after life after life. We have to be planted. Point number two, to grow, we can't be easily uprooted. You know, are we so easily uprooted when, when, when something happens? You know, if we're continually uprooted and replant a tree, it won't be long before that tree begins to wither. And the reason is, is because the roots get taken in and out, in and out, in and out. And the only time that a plant can flourish is when those roots go down deep and are healthy and drawing from the life source. Don't be someone that is so easily uprooted out of the house of God. It's easy to do. I'm offensive, I know. (laughs) People get offended. I'm actually not, I'm pretty nice. (laughs) But sometimes someone will say something in church that might not be nice. Someone will do something that you don't like. There'll be a disagreement. Don't let that be something that ruins your flourishment you know all it does is it affects you it doesn't affect the other person (laughs) you know every time that we uproot ourselves it just affects us let's not be those people that get uprooted over and over and over again I love this church that it's not a church that it's a common thing in this church but I just want to encourage us today let's be people that are planted and committed to be planted to work through stuff. And this is the hard one is to grow, we must be able to handle the weather. We have to be able to handle the storms because that's when a plant gets healthy. It gets stronger when it's in the storm. You know, when that, when, that, when that wind comes and the storm comes and the rain comes, those roots go deeper and it gets stronger. You know, we need to be resilient through the good times and the bad. Let's not be uprooted 
Let's be committed together to get through the trials and the, and the hard times and the challenges because they're going to come, but that's what church is so good. We get to come and you have a family here that's with you to help you get through it. That's why we're here. We're not here to judge. We're not here to point fingers. We're here to love and to help you through whatever you're going through right now. It's the greatest place to be because together we can come through this stuff and you will be stronger and that story is going to go help someone else. Just as we stand today, let me pray for you and we'll finish up. Are we alive? Are we healthy? Are we growing? Let's be passionate about what we do in life. And if you don't have passion, go to God and say, hey, what is it right now? How can you use me right now where I'm at? Those fruits that we're producing in our life, let's make sure that they're the fruits of the Spirit. Let's make sure that we're producing fruit in our life that is good for you and for others. And let's make sure that we're growing. Make it a conscious decision to grow. Continue to grow in your life because that's what we've been created to do. God, I thank you so much for everyone here today. I thank you so much for the encouragement, Lord God, you give us. And I just pray that through this word today that it's encouraged us to want to, want to live flourishing, healthy, growing, alive lives. But the only place that we can find it is in a relationship with you. So I just pray for everyone in this room today and everyone watching. Maybe you don't know God. Maybe you've never made a decision to follow Him. But I want to give you an opportunity to do that today. We cannot flourish unless we first made a decision to be connected to the life source, and that is God who has created you. So God, I just pray for every person watching, everyone in this room today, that if they want to make that decision to ask you into their life, they do it right now. God, we thank you that you sent your son Jesus Christ to this earth to die on a cross for our sin. We thank you that you rose again after three days. God, today we choose to accept your forgiveness, to accept your love, to accept your grace, that we can start to walk in the plan and the purpose that you have for each and every one of us. I thank you for this church and for the amazing gifts in each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, Apes.